Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey everyone, welcome to the Roto-Grinders Morning Grind Podcast. I'm your host, Stevie TPFL. It's Monday, it is September 12th, it is 2022. We have seven baseball games to talk about here on today's podcast. I am joined today by my good buddy, Will Priester, Chief Justice 06. Chief, what's happening, my friend? Nothing much, it's a good day in the neighborhood. Uh, NFL officially was back on the previous day, and so I'm really excited, man, to come on and talk baseball yet again baseball is not dead because football is here uh games will still be commencing and yeah i know we got a big monday night football game tomorrow night but we still got some baseball to talk about and uh that means there's still money to be made yeah i mean seven game slate so perfect kind of slate size pitching is really interesting um i mean we have some good top end pitchers and a lot of bad pitchers on this slate to be honest, um, the Monday night football game isn't the best. I, I mean, let's just let's just be honest. The Monday night football, Denver at Seattle, not the best game. I mean, Russ Wilson going back to Seattle, sure. You know, we have kind of roads to playing like DK Metcalf and Jerry Judy and stuff like that. Like, I, I get it from like a that aspect of things. But I mean, I think it's going to be kind of a boring football game. Hopefully I'm wrong, but. We have baseball. We have seven games. Let's jump in. We get started here. Pittsburgh at Cincinnati. This game has a nine total, and the Reds are a 140 favorite. Wilson against Miner. Uh, any interest here in Bryce Wilson? No. Yeah, I mean, the Reds are not a great offense. They really aren't. Um, but Wilson's not a good pitcher, and this game's in Cincinnati. So... I'm with you on this one. Bryce Wilson, 15% Ks, uh, gives up a lot of hard contact, doesn't generate any soft contact. So, yeah, no interest for me on Wilson. Any interest here on Mike Miner? It's Pittsburgh. I feel like I should have some interest. Um, but I, I don't think I'm going to have any. I, I think that there are too many other high-end pitchers that I prefer to play. So I'm going to pass on Meyer. I mean, between some of the moves and stuff they've made just in general with Pittsburgh and some of the guys they've called up, 
there's still strikeouts in this lineup, but there's a little bit more power in this lineup as well. Um, you know, Castro, Hayes, Chavez, Reynolds, they have a little bit of pop here. And I mean, Mike Miner is so bad against righties that I just don't think I can do it here with this game being in Cincinnati. Yeah. Let's talk Pittsburgh bats. Anything standing out to you? I mean, Mike Miner, 393 Woba, 250 ISO, 42% fly balls and 39% hard contact to righties. Um, anything that we're looking at here for Pittsburgh bats? And I really don't want to play Pittsburgh just because they tend to stink. But, you know, O'Neill Cruz is, you know, kind of become a thing here. You can play him. Of course, Reynolds, um, you can throw him in as well. Cabrian Hayes, 3,400. Like, these are guys you can definitely play against uh, Meyer, which is why I don't really want to play Meyer today because, man, balls can be flying out of that place. And uh, – since Pittsburgh is probably a sneaky stack in terms of two to three minutes to go with your other side. So uh, those are a handful of guys I think I like for Pittsburgh. Yeah. I mean, I like the Cincinnati side of this game a lot. Um, so, I mean, and they provide a lot of cheap bats, but I mean, I think Castro is, is probably my favorite hitter here. Um, you can use him at second base. He's 2,400. I mean, this guy has shown plenty of pop against left-handed pitching, so um, I have some interest here in Castro. Hayes is someone, I mean, at 3,400, and then, like, if you want to go, you know, Reynolds or Chavez, make it like a little three-man stack. I mean, I'm not talking to you off of a, a three-man stack for Pittsburgh against Mike Miner in Cincinnati um, by any means. So, uh, Bryce Wilson you know, t- attacking him on the other side of this game. Wilson has a 404, 265 Woba, 52% hard hit rate against left-handed hitters this season. So Friedel, Friedel, um, Fraley are two of my favorite hitters on the entire slate, and they are 3K and 2,800. So all that's telling me is it opens up everything else I need um, on, on this slate. Absolutely, man. I mean, it's these guys should essentially have a have a good a good day at the plate. Um, they have been hitting well here recently, especially Fraley. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I don't hate that at all. I I really wish um, this team was still okay, but we just I think those are the two guys you squeeze in and let let it go from there. Yeah, I mean, if you want to add a third piece, um, Aquino is someone with some big power. Um, I mean, Wilson's not good. Cincinnati oh, upside too with him. Yeah, so I mean, I think you could add a third piece in here. Um, but I mean, I don't know if I really want to play three outfielders from the same offense either. Um, in my stack, so. That's really going to kind of limit the rest of my stack. So maybe it's like an India, but he's so expensive. I mean, I really just might like two man those outfielders at those cheap prices and call it a day. Yeah. Houston at Detroit, seven and a half total in this game. The Astros, a 215 favorite. Valdez against Eduardo Rodriguez. Any interest here in Valdez? Uh... 
course I do, Stevie. It's facing the Detroit Tigers. Yeah, this whole <laughs> yeah, this whole um, we can't play left-handed pitchers against Detroit. Blah blah blah. They are a little bit better, but I mean, it, it's no secret Valdez is the best pitcher on the slate today. Yeah, yeah. I, I, well, I don't know, Steve. I, I got. I think there's one guy that might be close, may even be better overall long term. But I'm with you. Valdez against Detroit, man. Nut play here um, at 10-7. I, I'm in. Uh, no doubt about it. Something's just clicking for him recently with the strikeouts, too. He has at least eight strikeouts in four of his last five starts. Something's just clicked for him. Like, he's always, like, a big ground ball guy. He's not typically someone that's going to get blown up. Um, so facing, like, Detroit at 10-7, I mean, we're going to talk about Bassett. We're going to talk about Strider. We're going to talk about John Gray. All those guys are great options today. But I'm starting my builds with Valdez. And I mean, I just I just gave out two of my favorite hitters. They're both under 3K. I can pay up for two pitchers on this slate and call it a day. Um, yeah. Like even the Pittsburgh bats that are cheap that we talked about. Like there are plenty of cheap bats on this slate. So if you want to pay up, today and get pitching you're going to have plenty of money to do it so i mean that's kind of what i'm looking at with valdez uh rodriguez on the other side of this game no interest in rodriguez for me will anything that you like here no not at all um he's got to be facing a terrible team for me to consider him and houston is well above the fray in my opinion in terms of top tier teams in the league yeah, I mean, just hasn't shown really any big strikeout stuff. Below average strikeout rate under ni- right around 19% this season. He's 7,600. Houston is one of the best strikeout teams in baseball. They don't strike out at all. Um, yeah, I'm just I'm staying away from Rodriguez in this spot. As far as the yeah. Houston bats, I mean, I love Altuve and Pena and Alvarez in this spot. Bregman, I mean, I definitely could see a five-man stack here for Houston. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I know I always mention Yuli Gurriel, man, but it's because he had not strike out a ton. Like, I know the power, you know, seems to be dwindling a little bit. I know he can still hit a home run every once in a while. But when you can get a guy in the midst of a stack, typically batting in the five or six hole for 3,300 with a lot of good bats around it, you know, I don't mind uh, exposure to that. So, uh, and I'm with you on P. He's 4,100. Very, very easy to get to your Houston stack. So, uh, this is definitely a spot where we want to uh, use Houston to attack uh, Mr. Rodriguez. I definitely think he gets lit up. All right. Um, any interest in the Detroit bats here? I mean, I, I don't think I want to play anybody from Detroit. I mean, Baez has power against lefties, but I, I really just don't see myself using anybody against Valdez in the spot. Yeah. Definitely, I'm not playing anywhere from Detroit. Uh, forget it. Tampa Bay at Toronto. No total in this game. Um, I don't know why. I couldn't find anything. But it's not going to be Yarbrough. I I mean, I don't think it's going to be Yarbrough anyway. Um, I've seen multiple reports here for Tampa having you know different pitchers, but it, we're going to say to be determined for who's pitching here for Tampa. And I guess that's why we don't have a line. Uh, Barrios is pitching for Toronto. 
Any interest here in Barrios? Um, this one's tough for me, Stevie, because I do think that there is a road where he comes out and he has a serviceable performance. But I just I think there are too many higher upside arms on this slate. I just I don't think I can do it. Yeah, that's kind of where I'm at. I think that anybody pitching against Tampa can pitch well and have a good game. He's just struggled so much with left-handed hitters. And I mean, they got Franco back. They have Lowe. They added Peralta. They have an Arnada or Nate. Yeah. Um, walls like towards the bottom of this lineup. I mean, they have five or six lefties they can put in a lineup now. And I mean, I just I feel like they're going to play matchups. That's what they do. But Franco being back is a huge thing for this lineup in general. Uh, just adds a really uh, another really strong bat around like La- low and a Rosarina and Peralta type hitters. So um, I think I'm going to pass here. Not knowing what we're doing with the Tampa pitcher. Um, do you have any interest in the Tampa bats? Um, I, I don't hate the Tampa bats, Stevie. Um, and not that Barrios is a bad pitcher. Uh, but on this slate, I think they may be, you know, fairly good leverage here. Um, they've become a lot more healthy, you know, with Wander Franco back. It's just, you know, this team's much better when he's in the lineup. Margo, all these guys, I just, you know, Brandon Lowe, I, I think they have enough to get it done. So I I like this them as a stat. Definitely think you get at least four pieces if, you, if you're trying to stack this team. Yeah, and then as far as the Toronto bats go, I mean, it's so hard to say what I'm doing here with Toronto not knowing who's pitching. I mean, I haven't been able to find really anything on who's starting yet. Um, so I think I'm going to pass on trying to talk about the Toronto bats here because, yeah, we just don't know who's pitching. Yeah. I am on Grinders Live today, so... You can find my final thoughts on Grinders Live for the Toronto Bats. Um, moving on. You're on Monday Night Football. I am. Yeah. So me and Dean are doing baseball. Cheese, Cardi, and Roth are doing crunch time. And then Will and Blender getting Monday Night Football going. Um, so... Grinders Live page will be busy, busy on Monday night. Here we go. We got the Cubs and the Mets. This game has an eight total, uh, and the Mets are a 275 to 290 favorite, depending on where you're looking at it. Assad against Bassett. Any interest here in Assad? No. Yeah, I mean, the Mets are just one of the toughest teams in baseball for right-handed pitching. Um, Super tough. And he's just not that good so far. Um, like He really isn't, though. Yeah, I know. Like, I'm not trying to, like, I wasn't trying to, like, be mean or anything. I mean, at the end of the day, like, we see guys come up and struggle all the time, and they bounce back in a year or two and become a good pitcher. Or, you know, his issue so far has just been his command. So... I mean, that's something that can be fixed, you know, with – so who knows? But 
yeah, I'm not playing him in this spot. Just, I mean, the strikeouts anyway. I hate playing pitchers against the Mets anyway. So, yeah. Uh, the real question is here: What are we doing with Chris Bassett against uh, the Cubs in New York facing the Mets? Yeah, I, I don't feel like Bassett is at the top of my list. You know, his his K's have been very sporadic and very low over the past, let's say, seven or eight games. He had that one big game against Pittsburgh. I expected that. He had a game against Cincinnati. I expected that. Those are two really bad teams with, with very high K rates. But, you know, when we need him to go out and, and just punish a team, Stevie, he hasn't been able to get the job done. And so at 10000 I think the only reason you're playing Bassett is um, if you think he can pick up five Ks here, maybe go seven or eight innings pretty clean. Because um, I, I don't have him valued above um, – Valdez or, or uh, Strider, either one of those guys. He, I, I just, I can't place him above those guys. I think Bassett is on the list today for sure. Um, plenty of he is for yeah, sure. Plenty of strikeouts in the Cubs lineup. This game's in City Field. That helps. Bassett has, I mean, he's an above-average pitcher. So I mean, he has good numbers against lefties and righties. Limits the power to both sides of the plate. It's just upside. And, I mean, he's coming off of a really good game. Maybe he can use that momentum a little bit here. Um, but I definitely don't mind playing Bassett. Um, any Cubs at bats interest you here? No. Yeah, I mean, nothing really standing out for me. <laughs> the Mets are, are somewhat interesting here. It's just – but Lindor sixty two hundred and Alonzo fifty seven hundred, like Nimmo's fifty one hundred. Everyone that you want to play for the Mets are expensive. This game's in City Field, and like, I mean, you're just at, when they're at these prices, you're just stacking them and like seeing how it works out. Um, because I mean, you're not really paying one off prices for these guys at these at, at these price tags. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, I. I think the Mets are one of the top offenses on the slate, like, period. I think if you're going to get to them, you can maybe play one expensive pitcher, and then you're going to have to mix in some of these bats from Pittsburgh, Cincinnati, uh, those cheap bats out there to, to make it all work completely. I think that's how you're going to have to do it. All right. We got Texas at Miami, seven total in this game. The Marlins, a 135 favorite here. John Gray going up against Brian Hoeing. Um, we'll talk about John Gray first. Coming off of the IL, hasn't yep. pitched in over a month, did not go on a rehab assignment. I think it's just a question mark of how deep do we think he pitches here? How many pitches do we think John Gray gets in this game, I think is the biggest question mark. Yeah, and I feel like it's somewhere around 60. See, I'm, so, I'm thinking like 70, 75. Even still at 8,800. That's that's a tough ask, especially if his case stuff isn't there. Like if he's out of sync. Um, I mean, clearly if if, if he was 8,800 and hadn't ha- had not had a brief stint on the IL, Stevie, We'd, we'd be hammering John Gray today against Miami for sure. 
Yeah, I mean, it, it's it, it's tough because the spot is just it is so good that you're like, gosh, I really want to play him in this spot. Um, I mean, if he gets 80 pitches here, he could pay off 8,800. So I think like in cash games, there's plenty of options you're looking at elsewhere. But in tournaments, like if you want to roll the dice and try to get 85 pitches, this game's in Miami. John Gray has plenty of upside in this matchup. I wouldn't talk you off of it. I just think there's better options in in general um, today. Brian Hoeing, um, I mean, I don't expect him to pitch too deep here. Um, I, I mean, they sent him down to kind of stretch him out, but, I mean, he really wasn't down very long. Um, I think he only had one or two starts. What are your thoughts here on Hoeing? Ass. <laughs> I know I've been getting quick with today, but, man, I, I think the slate's kind of dry. It's also the second week of September. And I mean, we have a good idea of what we want to do with most of these players by this time of the year. So, I mean, this is a, it's a first look podcast. So when you're looking at this kind of stuff, you're like, I mean, I'm not playing hoeing against Texas here. Like, (laughs) um, Texas bats. I can see like a little three man, like a a Seager, Simeon Garcia, low type plays is like a little three man here for Texas. Um, hate the ballpark. I, I mean, I hate stacking in Miami. It's raining every day. They're not going to have the roof open for this game. Yeah. Yeah, I don't... <sighs> I, 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 I still think we can take one-offs. I don't want to stack Texas either, ironically. But, man, um, how, how much do you like Corey Seager today? Like... Oh, and on the road, getting four or five at-bats. My gosh, like he's probably the top shortstop on the slate, despite the fact that maybe you don't see a whole lot of production over the past four or five games. I don't care about that. I care about today. I care about today's spot. Um, He's someone that I I absolutely love. Uh, Nate Nate Lowe should be in the lineup as well. Um, So he's there. Um, I I really like those two bats a, a great deal. Can we just talk about how much I miss Corey Seager being on the Dodgers and stacking him like with the Dodgers stack? Like, well, man, if they had Corey <laughs> Seager right now, who would be at second? Well, I mean, I know why he's not there. Yeah, I'm, yeah, just, yeah. I'm just saying, <laughs> like yeah. the the Dodger stacks with Corey Seager were the, were the yeah. days, man. Oh, yeah. um, anything on the Miami side interests you here? Uh, nope. <laughs> it's just it's one of those things, Stevie. I, I got a handful of teams I like. I'm rolling with them right now. You know, it's a, a sprinkle of Pittsburgh, sprinkle of Cincinnati, Houston. Uh, I love the Tampa Bay in the in the uh, Rays game. Sprinkle of the Mets because of the price. Yeah, I mean, the problem here with, like, the Texas-Miami game is you got two teams not playing for anything, two pitchers that are not going to go too deep into the game. You're going to see a lot of bullpens, a lot of unpredictability of, like, who you're going to get from the bullpens on each side. Miami doesn't have a lot of power in general um, with Jazz out of the lineup, and he he's out for the season, they said the other day. So I, I just mean, like, 
there's nothing. There's better value plays in a better ballparks and better matchups than in this game. So that's just kind of why I'm out on this one. So uh we got the Dodgers and the Diamondbacks. Nine total in this game. The Dodgers are a 240 favorite. Anderson against Nelson. Any interest here in Tyler Anderson? Uh no. I had slight interest, Stevie, when we started the slate, but I don't think I'm going to need Tyler Anderson today uh, at his price. I mean, at, at 8,300, I'd absolutely just rather play Alex Cobb and probably maybe even go down to burial. So I, I don't want to play him today. Yeah. I mean, he can consistently throw innings and pitch well, but I mean, he's just not going to give you that strikeout upside. Yeah. So, I'm just I'm not playing Anderson. Like I am taking a shot on Josh, John Gray, or Chris Bassett for the extra money before I'm playing Anderson today. Yeah, for sure. Um Ryan Nelson on the other side of this game, I mean, came out in his debut against the Padres and absolutely dominated them. He's a big prospect in this organization. The dude has a really live arm, big, big strikeout potential stuff with a curveball, fastball, slider combination. I don't I don't know, Will. Um I mean, cheap pitcher wise, you, you hate the matchup, but we don't have a lot of cheap pitcher options on the slate. So, like maybe by default he's in play if you want to punt a pitcher, but I mean I'm more likely to stack the Dodgers here than I am to play him. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I'm. I understand these uh, young guys, and he's a young guy. Once he gets to that, kind of happened in reverse, right? Got the call up, had a had a, a really, really, really good uh, good debut here against San Diego, which is a tough team. But I mean, if you had to ask me right now, man, gosh. I, I, you gotta think the Dodgers are are clicking more on all cylinders than San Diego. So, absolutely uh, a fade here for me with Nelson. Yeah, I mean, you look at his minor league numbers this season too. He has good strikeout stuff, but he also gives up a lot of home runs, and that's not what you want to do against the Dodgers. So, I'm gonna overlook his first start. I mean, if he goes out and he pitches well against the Dodgers, I, I, I'm obviously going to take him a lot more serious um, in his next start. But, yeah, I mean, I love the Dodgers today. They're super expensive, but I think they are the top stack on the slate. Yeah, I can dig it. Um, I'm with you for sure. I do like the Mets a, a great deal for what it's worth. Do, do like the Mets a great deal, but – Man, the Dodgers, Stevie, just so much balance of hitting and power in this lineup. They've got some strikeouts that have occurred at the bottom of this lineup from time to time. But when you've got to come out of the game and deal with Betts, Turner, and Freddie Freeman, I mean, you're going to have a tough time. So I I, I love the Dodgers. Um, once again, if you're going to stack this team, you're not going to be able to double up at two of the expensive pitchers. So you're going to have to definitely strategize there. And I have looked at it. Um, you know, if you plug in, let's say, Valdez Strider, Valdez Bassett, Bassett Strider, 
you know, you've got an average left over of 3650. You can do some damage, especially if you hop on over to Cincinnati and take Stevie's cheapies and 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 maybe run one of these other cheap uh Pittsburgh bats or something like that. You you can build quality lineups here with some of the best pitchers on the slate. I mean, this is definitely one of the things I'm going to be looking at today. Do I want to do I want to like go three mini stacks? Do I want to mini stack Pittsburgh Cincinnati on both sides and then maybe mini stack some of the big Dodger bats? Um, I mean, I think that's, I, I think that's super viable on, on today's slate. Um, Cause I mean, these spots are really good for the Dodgers and they're really good for Pittsburgh Cincinnati. Um, I mean, those are the two games with the big totals on this slate. So I could see myself mini stacking will like, pittsburgh cincinnati both sides and then running it back with like a freeman a muncie a, a Betts, a turner type plays um and just kind of mini stacking the dodgers with those with that with that kind of like mini game stack yeah all right we finish it out with atlanta at san francisco strider and cobb facing off in this one seven and a half total the Braves are a 180 favorites. Um, let's talk Spencer Strider. I'm assuming he is the guy that you were talking about as that next best top option today. Yeah, man. I mean, he's, he has so much strikeout stuff, Steve. Even the other night, uh, he was facing Oakland. Looked, looked like he was down for the count. Pitch count was up in the 30s, I think, after the first inning. Steve, he ended the game six innings. Two hits, three walks, two earned runs, and nine Ks. And just like that, you when when you thought he was dead, the Undertaker just popped right up. And that was him last week. And so, man, he's got so much strikeout stuff. Against San Francisco, I'm not worried about him being able to duplicate some of these high K performances that, he, that he's had. All right. I mean, I I think Strider and Valdez are the top two pitchers, whether you want to do it 1A, 1B, however you want to do it. I think they're the two guys you're going to try to get in to your lineups today. Um, no doubt about it. So, I mean, yeah, I have a ton of interest in both of these guys. This The Giants lineup is solid, but, I mean, it's not as good um, as, it, as it typically is. There's a lot of strikeouts here. Alex Cobb on the other side of this game. The dot, I mean, the, the, the Braves are just so good. Alex Cobb's a good pitcher. He could definitely pitch well in this game, and it wouldn't shock me. It's just it's so hard to trust any pitcher against this Atlanta lineup. Um, they're just so good. I will say he's a huge ground ball guy. Swanson, Riley, Olsen, Ozuna, Grossman, they're all fly ball guys. So, I mean, it kind of benefits them. So, I think I'm going to pass on Alex Cobb today. I think if you want to play him at 8K, it's not a bad tournament play. Yeah, like you said, I think it's just just the price. At 8K, I don't think we're we're worried about too much, you know. Um, I'm, I'm absolutely with you there. And the Braves do have some strikeouts. I think we've got to hope that I mean, I take 22, 23 points from him at this price on this slate for sure. Um, Any bats here that you like? Uh, Austin Riley, he's expensive, but, man, he, he just continues to rake uh, over the, the term of the season there. Um, Matt Olson's another one. Like, I don't, I don't mind guys that can hit, so – 
Um, but th those two bets for sure. Yeah, I don't really have a ton of interest. I mean, maybe a, a low-owned Brave stack, but that's really it for me. Let's play the morning grind game, and then uh, we'll get out of here, Will. Under 8K to get six or more strikeouts today. Who do you got? Seven games late, Stevie. Oh, you I... feel these. You feel these on the seven gamers. Oh, yeah. You really feel them on the five gamers. Um, my gosh. I think the best option <laughs> is Mike Miner against Pittsburgh. I'm going to go Mike Miner against Pittsburgh, but I don't feel great about it. I am going to go Barrios against Tampa. There's a lot of strikeouts in the Tampa lineup. But, I mean, I don't love it. I'm paying up a pitcher today. I just want that to be super clear. Uh, give me a guy over 8K to score under 15. Who's your bust today? Um, Give me John Gray. But only because I think he's going to be limited coming off the aisle. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of who I was thinking, too. I'll go Tyler Anderson going up against Arizona. He doesn't have enough strikeouts, so if he has one one bad inning, um, it's hard for him to kind of catch up on that. Yeah. So we didn't really talk a lot about the Arizona bats, but, I mean, I don't mind a little bit of the Arizona bats. We kind of skipped over them. Um, we were so excited about the Dodgers bats. But, I mean, Christian Walker, Kelly – um type of hitters i think are okay i don't think i'm stacking arizona against anderson but i don't mind you know one or two one-offs um two man or something for arizona give me a guy over 4k to hit a home run today let's go ah uh, this feels like such a cheat code stevie and i, I hate to do this to the people just give me Pete Alonzo. I'm going to take a first baseman as well. I'm going to take free money Freddie um, on the road. He's one of the hottest hitters in baseball right now. Yeah. Just absolutely crushing. And when Freddie Freeman gets on a hot streak, I don't care what people say about hot streaks. This is a dude you want to play when he's seen the ball well. So love free money Freddie today. Under 4K to get two hits. Who's a cheap bet that you like to get two hits today? Give me – I'm going to give you this one a bonus because I'm not sure if this guy's going to crack the lineup. If he does crack the lineup, give me Trey Mancini. Okay? All right. He's, he's 3,800. If, he, if he's out, then I will give you an alternate of – Mr. Bellinger. No, Cabrian Hayes. He's a guy that I like a lot today. Cabrian Hayes. I'm going to go Jake Fraley. Um, I love that Cincinnati-Pittsburgh game for bats, so I'm going to go Jake Fraley. Give me a stack to score six or more runs today. Uh, New York Mets. I like it. I think Cincinnati – gosh, Dak Prescott is awful tonight. He is Awful. He's missing wide open wide receivers. It's so hard to watch. I'm oh anyway. 
I'm going to go Cincinnati Reds. I love the Reds today. Gosh, there's so so much tilt watching Dak throw and watching fast NASCAR drivers have tire issues. I'm ready for sleep. Will, any final thoughts before we get out of here? Negative, my brother. It was a pleasure to come hang out yet again. Yes, sir. Um, hoping my boy C.D. Lamb can finish off a good day and get this over 70 and a half receiving yards. Not looking good. Um, so it's going to wrap it up for Monday. We'll be back tomorrow talking more baseball. Good luck, everyone. We'll see you then.